Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Hoop Jack Podcast Series. I am your host, Chris Armstead, and today we have a very special guest with us uh, coming on the show for the very first time. Uh, he's uh, He lives in parts unknown, but we're excited to have him on the show. We have Mr. Jake Andrews coming on to help co-host. Jake, it's great to have you, my man. Thank you for having me. Um, so tell the people a little about yourself. Um just a, a sports fanatic and uh just um i love to talk sports with anybody and i feel like it's gonna be a great time talking with you today absolutely my man so we're gonna get we're gonna jump right into it so with uh the nba season officially done uh kind of looking back on how the year went um were you surprised by anything or were you kind of thinking yeah, this kind of happened. You know, the Nuggets win the NBA championship. Uh, wasn't really a surprise because they had shown a lot of growth and especially um, a lot of healing from injuries. Jamal Murray, especially Michael Porter Jr. shooting a lot better and Aaron Gordon doing a lot more. Um, did you expect any different uh, from that aspect as far as them winning the championship? Um, I, I wouldn't say it surprised me. Um, I really think they had a good chance. Um, of course, the Joker, he one of the best right now. Um, I was expecting more of the Celtics, but the Heat played really well in that series. So kind of, but the the Nuggets really played well in that final. So, and, well, the whole playoff in general, they played really well. So I didn't, no surprises on my end. Um, I was just shocked that the Celtics didn't make it there. I think I was as well shocked that the Celtics didn't make it to the finals. Um, but like you said, the Heat the Heat did amazingly through the entire playoff series from start to finish. They just fell short of a of a NBA title. I think I think this is also the year that, you know, if the Heat hadn't gotten further than what they did, Eric Spolstra could have been fired. Oh, I agree completely. Yeah. I said that a couple years ago as well until they made it the last time they were there. I believe it was two years ago. Um, and then he, I felt like he got himself another couple years. And then this year, I felt like it was another year. Then he went back to it. I feel like that's what he's good at. Uh, coming close to getting fired and then pushing to the finals. <laughs> right. Um, one of the other things is uh, Embiid finally got his flowers uh, being named MVP this year. I think, I think that was long overdue. I agreed completely. I think he should have earned it like two years ago, even last year. I think he could have earned it a couple years ago, but I feel like you couldn't take it away from Joker or the Giannis three years ago, however long that was. I feel like out of these three guys, you could use any year for each one of them. Like you can't say it got taken away because those guys deserved it, but you can't say that's the only person that deserves it, if that makes sense. Absolutely. And then just kind of the whole season itself, it's it was a roller coaster year with kind of everything going on with um, a lot of teams, a lot of switches. Um, what are some things that you would like to see uh, with a lot of the free agency happening, especially the draft as well? What are like three things that you would like to see for next year that you think could happen? 
I would uh, love to see where Dame's going. Um, I think he's gonna end up in the Heat just because that's where you know he wants to go. But um, seems like the Blazers don't really want to make him happy, and they want to do whatever ha- makes them better, which I understand. So I want to figure out where he's going. Um, I think it's gonna be Heat. It's gonna make them a a finals team every year instead of just like one every other couple years. With, you know? with that one, I agree. I think. But I also think it's a double-edged sword because not only does Dame want to go somewhere, the Blazers want an investment in return. Because yes, they, I, but I also think you look at where they are right now with the addition of Scoot Henderson. That that kind of is their investment. Yes, I think Scoot's going to be really well, a uh, very good basketball player for the Blazers. So I think they need to build around him now. So I think that's why they're they want to do Dame based off of what they need to build around Scoop instead of just getting uh, Dane what he wants. Uh, my other thing is with uh, John Morant earning a 25-game suspension for everything that he's done off the court, are the Grizzlies still going to be consistent? Um, I'm going to say yes because I think it was, uh, it was either last year or the year before when he was hurt for a couple games, they actually had a better record without him. I'm not saying that John Morant isn't good or he isn't that team, because he's definitely that team. But I feel like they're, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Their their togetherness is way above a lot of other teams. And the chemistry. Feel, yes, their chemistry is, is there. So I feel like they're gonna play very well um, I don't think they're gonna be like number one in the West like they've been, but I think they're definitely gonna play enough till he comes back, especially with D Rose there now, and um, I think they're gonna play well enough to be in playoff contention by the time he comes back, and then they'll be fine for the rest of the year. Yeah, I can see that. I think it's just gonna—he's really just gotta understand that life. You do stupid things off the court that's going to reflect how you are with the whole organization. Cool. It's, it's, it's going to bite you. He's, he's got to learn um, that a lot outside when he plays games. Like, people are watching you when you go home. People are watching you go to the club. Like, you got eyes on you at all times. You got to be aware. Yeah. So, it's going to be interesting. Um, with the summer rolling around and kind of no basketball, no football. There's some, there's baseball, but uh, I, I think you would agree it's better to kind of be there than not be there for a baseball game. Yes, of course. <laughs> but with we're hitting the dog days of July, you're thinking, what could be out there? What is something that could eventually, you know, lift our spirits? Well, uh, you were... Well, we were probably a little too young, but the creation of Slam Ball is coming back. I'm excited. I'm excited. So for those of you who don't know, Slam Ball is a mix of trampoline, high-flying trampoline with basketball and football combined. I believe it is one of the greatest. The only it, it reminds me of like an ESPN eight the Ocho sport. 
because it's so wild and crazy. You're thinking, who would dare do that? I'll tell you who. <laughs> These people, that's who. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. excited about it. I'm super excited. I'm always excited. There's games on YouTube and um, it's just so much fun to watch. Now I'm, I'm ready to see it a little newer than it was back in 2003, you know, where now the cameras are better angled. Like, I feel like it's be so fun to watch. I know. And now they have the addition of, instead of, this is the most teams they've ever had. They have, they have eight teams this year. Three of them have been here from the start. Five are brand new. So... Uh, the Rumble, the Slashers, and the Mob have all been the original since 2001. And then you have five new teams that include Budsaw, Ozone, Lava, Wrath, and Griffins. And these are some, if, you've, if, if any of y'all have seen the logos for these teams, they are amazing. Because I am excited for this to come back. Yes. Uh,. Slamball has gotten a TV deal, uh, so far a two-year TV deal with ESPN. Uh, they start July 21st, so that's only 16 days away. It's a little over two weeks that we have to wait for that to come through. Um, also coming back in mid-July is the the TBT or the basketball tournament for those that you, you that also don't know. And that is a million dollar basketball tournament where they play four quarters and then in the fourth quarter they go through the Elam ending where they go to a target score. And once you get to or past the target score, then your team wins. And then they play the whole tournament from there. Have you ever so my thing about the TBT, and I love this, it's you see a lot of the alumni come back from a lot of college teams. Yes. So, uh, there's, and there's a lot of new teams this year. Like right now, all the Texas alumni is making their entrance. Uh, Beale Street Boys, which is the Memphis alumni, is uh, starting this year. We have Temple alumni, Broad Street Birds. Uh, coming back, coming, starting new. We have Dogtown, which is the Georgetown alumni. Then we have Gataverse, which is the Florida alumni. Then we have Happy Valley Hoopers, which is Penn State. We have a lot of alum, and the, even the JUCO products, the JUCO kids are coming through. Yes, yes, yes. I'm excited to see, you know, a lot of the new teams. What what stinks is there are no Virginia teams this year. Um, I don't think they made the cut after, or they didn't apply or not enough money, which it happens. You know, there's there's gonna be the one year where we don't make it. Um, but uh, excited for a lot of these teams that are either just starting or wanting to come back out there and win it. Um, what's your take on the quality of play that the TBT offers? Um, I just feel like it's a bunch of guys who are eager to, to <laughs> and win. Um, it's not 
it's a it's not a whole bunch of professionals where they're gonna play they know they're gonna play in a couple years because they have contracts and all that these guys are guys who don't know when the last time they're gonna play is so they just they go out there and they try like they um try as hard as they can they go out there and compete and there's nothing better than watching just two people compete competing you know what i'm saying it's just it's a bunch of guys that just want to compete and i love it i love to watch it they still love the game and they still can play the game and and the quality of play is still really good for all things considered it's not this is not some you know local ymca rec ball this is legit they go to four they have a lot of different areas where they the regions you know the wichita lubbock dayton west virginia syracuse uh xavier you know they play at colleges or they play in like some of the local convention like the convention centers but it gets the people out there and it also gets them to support like their school yeah so that's what i love about this so the the tbt uh returns july 19th that's when the tournament play starts uh I do not think you can uh, put any money on it, which kind of stinks, because if I were to put money on it, I would put mine on uh, the money team, which is Floyd Mayweather's team. (laughs) If it was up to me, I would. Um, But we're going to take a quick commercial break, guys. When we come back, we have a lot of current event topics to come up with new documentaries and more sports on the way. So be right back. back guys so what we like to do on the show is we like to talk current events whether it's not just basketball but with other sports and especially stuff that's happened in history that we can kind of remember Netflix is coming out with two uh, new documentaries this year on ESPN as part of their untold series and if you aren't familiar with a lot of their untold series uh They've actually made a lot of great documentaries. Uh, Jake, have you ever uh, checked out what they've made? Um, I know they're making Johnny Football um, and the Swamp Kings and the Bishop Sycamore team that weren't really a team, you know. Um, I know they've had a couple more. Um, can't think of them on the top of my head, but. So some that they've uh, gone through, it, they've done the rise and fall of And One, which I remember And One as a kid, like that was that was great. They have Operation Flagrant Foul, which was the whole referee cheating scandal, like the refs wouldn't, um, the referees were kind of calling games and creating, you know, trying to bet money. They have the girlfriend who didn't exist, which was the whole Manti Teo incident. When I take this back, they have a lot of new untold stories coming out. Not just so they have right now, as I see it, they have three, but we're and we're gonna go through each one <coughs> very carefully. So the first one, like you said, it was Johnny Football. Uh, it's the. It comes out August 8th. It, the documentary traces the meteoric rise and pre- precipitous fall of football star Johnny Manziel 
where he was a Heisman winner at Texas Tech. You know, I think he was one of the youngest to ever win it. Yeah, he was a freshman. He was the he was a freshman. With, I mean, you look at you look at that time. There wasn't a whole lot, but he also changed the game. But then, you know, not to be mean, but you 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 get drafted to Cleveland. Might as well kind of kiss your career. <laughs> career goodbye. But um, also, it was just, he was a party animal. That dude just wanted to party. Yeah. He, he's like the earlier version of John Morant. And hopefully, John Morant can learn. <laughs> you're just kind of like, oof, I really hope he learns. I definitely think Johnny Manziel could have been. Like, he could have been great. It was day out of the party scene honestly yeah uh the next one that was coming up is on august 22nd swamp kings which talks about the 2006 to 2009 florida gators uh the urban meyer era florida gators which at that time they were so dominant that team that team consisted of two national championships two sct titles a Heisman Trophy winner in uh, Tim Tebow, the legend, and one undefe- and one undefeated regular season in that four-year span. Uh, some of the guys that included from that team were uh, Tim Tebow, Brandon Spikes, Amog Black, Major Wright, Brandon James, and uh, no longer with us today, Aaron Hernandez. So- that huh? R.I.P. <laughs> R.I.P. But you know, the for those of you who don't know, Aaron Hernandez was a convicted killer. He was convicted of murder, um, and eventually uh, he committed suicide in prison. So I think of the aspect of that team was so dominant at that time. Do you think that team could have ranked in the top five? Like. That whole group could have ranked the top five of teams of all time. Oh, definitely. I definitely think they're they're top five. Um, is it was? I feel like starting from the coach down, it was just a fantastic team. Tim Tebow led them very well. Now off the field, they might have a couple of issues, but if we're talking about on field play, it was it, not not many people could have stopped them offensively or defensively. Um, but yes, I definitely put them top five personally. Who would be your number one uh, team? Uh, two thousand or two thousand one Miami. Oh yeah. Okay. So we're <laughs> on the same page. We're on the same page with that one. I'm on Georgia, and so it's tough to say that it's after, not close. But I'm not even close. Um, and then after that, it kind of varies because you're looking at different teams. I look at the quality of teams. I look at Florida could probably be number three or four, but I also want to give the my flowers to like the two thousands, uh, either that USC team with Reggie Bush, Matt Leinart, and all them. Yeah. Or I'd give it to that Texas team that beat them with Vince Young because he was he brought the mobile quarterback into fruition. I could see that. I could see because that. Vince Young was not, nothing anybody had ever seen at that time. Nobody was a mobile quarterback. Um, some other new documentaries that I do see that are coming out 
And this one actually surprises me. It's <laughs> I don't know why they're giving him a documentary right now. It's called Jake Paul the Problem Child. <laughs> Pro boxing sensation and perennial troublemaker, Jake Paul shares his unlikely journey from online prankster to power puncher in this documentary. I have a couple issues. Um, one, why is this guy getting a documentary? Um, I see ba- boxing wise, I think he he's decent. I don't think he's a top guy, but I definitely think he's decent. But a documentary on him, I feel like that's a little much. Um, a little much. A little much. But he has the money to probably supply it, so it's probably that's the reason. <laughs> It comes out August first, so that comes that that's literally the start of the new Untold series. So it's it's so interesting. Why would I'm not saying he can't be a good boxer? I'm just saying everyone thought it was a joke. Well, he was fighting people that weren't boxers at first. That's why I thought it was a joke, and then he still does it. So I I didn't know what my argument was there for that, but he's still he's pretty decent so far. He hasn't. He's only lost one, and that was to a not to a very good boxer. But I don't know what the. But doc- he, like said, he hasn't fought anybody who was a legitimate boxer, or they've been they've been out of touch, or they've been. He's either fought MMA fighters who don't who, box, who lost their career at the end because they're getting older, or guys who are way out of you know, like way past their prime I just it, it's interesting to me who he fights uh, the last uh, documentary coming out is called Hall of Shame and it'll examine one of the sport's biggest steroid scandals interviews with the head of Balco Lab athletes suspected of using performance enhancing drugs and more um, there's a lot I'm not gonna lie there's a good amount but in my opinion, it, it kind of ruffles through. Who 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 would you think is the biggest steroid scandal? Uh, probably Barry Bonds. That would probably yeah, Barry Bonds. There he is. I think what uh, they always had, they always thought what McGuire was juicing, Soso was juicing. Yeah. Um, they thought Arod was juicing. Always the baseball guys. Uh, Roger Clemens, wasn't he juicing? Yep. Yep. Um, was Lance Armstrong juicing? I can't answer that question. I have no idea. <laughs> I don't, cause, well, I don't remember. I, and I don't want to say if he was or not, but I don't remember if he was juicing or not. I know, I know baseball is usually the biggest sport. But I'm not sure. For, for at least, uh, you know, steroids. And then, I don't know, but that'll be interesting to see. So, I've asked this with my other buddy, and uh, because Netflix has done a really good job with these documentaries. However, ESPN has always done the 30 for 30s. You know, they've done their uh, documentaries, they've done their sports stories, and I love them. But do you think Netflix is starting to outdo ESPN not just for a budget wise, because Netflix has a budget that goes on for ever. But do you think their stories and their documentaries 
get a lot more attention than ESPN would sports wise. I feel like yes, just because everyone watches Netflix and everyone will sit there and watch movies and and documentaries. But like on ESPN, you're not really you it's not really on a different site so you're just watching tv and then there's probably something better on or something so i feel like netflix is just taking those just because people are already paying for that kind of stuff in general and these guys are going deep and deep and deep inside of these areas of their context so i'm gonna say yes on that but espn is not too far off they're always going to be pretty big over there at ESPN. yeah they're good well not with the recent layoffs and <laughs> budget costs that they're coming out. Um, so before before we head out, guys, I would like to thank our um, the sponsors that we work with, uh, Kidichi Bear, Boosted Biz, for getting our merch line out there. We also like to thank uh, go to head out to Shop GLD to get yourself some nice jewelry. Uh, Moolah Kicks, which is the best up and coming uh, women's basketball. Uh, apparel for shirt for clothing and as far as shoes so make sure to check them out uh we also like to thank um all of you guys out there for listening and being a part of uh the process um it's 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 been you know a hard to kind of so we like to you know jake for you coming on for the first time we like kind of like to do a little mindful moment like you know what's on our mind just make sure because we care about the mental health of not only uh every not only ourselves but for everyone as well so we want to make sure that you guys out there are taking care of yourself okay because it's a different time nowadays mental health has become one of the biggest forefront issues in this country and I think at the end of the day, you just got to keep pushing to what you want to what you want to do. Keep pushing the fight and keep pushing to uh, be the best version of yourself that you can. Really, it's all anybody can ask for. So make sure to really take care of yourself, um, not just physically, but mentally and emotionally. And know that there's always someone out there who wants to reach out know that there's always someone out there who wants to be there for you jake you got any words of wisdom um just just talk to people if something, something's bothering you talk I, i've been through it um i know a lot of um sports guys professionals they they go and talk to people just to because if you bundle it up it isn't, isn't going to help you at all so my advice is just to talk to people um, if you need to talk to me, I got all social medias. Um, I'm willing to talk to anybody, help you guys out. Same thing with uh, Chris over there. Yeah, uh, yeah, guys, because we're not we're not just a you know we like we're not we're not just like talk sports and cut cut jab and everything like that. We also you know want to make sure that both of us are doing okay, so that you know at the end of the day we can give you guys 110 for this for these episodes and for all the interviews that we do so make sure to keep continuing to check us out um jake you know i'd like to have you back on it as a a regular basis you know i like your cut you know everything like that if you're up for it of course i would love to um i've always wanted to do this um now i don't have to talk to myself about sports i can talk to somebody else about it (laughs) it's like we talk we talk in the mirror i believe in you (laughs) talking yourself i do that too man but make sure to keep continuing to check us out. 
Uh, we're going to definitely try to bring out new episodes each and every week when we can and continue to support, continue to follow. Uh, like I said, this is just, you know, we, we like to do this for fun. Um, so make sure to keep checking us out. And remember, don't be a bystander. Be a hooper and keep balling. Peace.